Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, team, we are back for our final cash cow video here. We've got the wing fullbacks and any of those DPP, the dual position guys, with the center, I focused on them in that center video. So, yeah, if there's any of those, jump back in and check that one out. Obviously, guys like Seb Chris was spoken about in that one. So let's get into things here. There's definitely plenty of options. We do likely need to grab two cashies in this position unless you're going for a gun. So... Very, very likely we'll have Pap and we'll have Jaden Campbell. I think most people will go that route. But you will obviously need the third. And then you'll need a backup considering Jaden Campbell will be missing in round two. You could go with just the three wing fullbacks and then trade someone in in round two. But I would suggest just to have someone as cover there uh, you know, in case they obviously make money to start off with in round one. But also could be a solid option just to plug in and cover Jaden Campbell in that round two. We're also going to have Ryan Pappenhausen out in round four. So just be aware of that as well, that uh, yeah, having cover is going to be a good thing in this wing fullback position. Uh, whereas in other positions, like the centers, you may not need cover to kickstart things. So saying all that, let's get to Xavier Coates here at 395. So he has the 28.7 average. He's definitely consistent. He's definitely he's had the same average over the last two seasons, 28.7 and 29 and a bit there. So look, not too exciting there. I'd, I'd see him scoring 30s and the like at some points, but he does score tries and hit 20s, so not someone that we want to be, get too excited about here. Taintor Picky with the Warriors of 388k. He had a 28 average last year, and if injury strikes, he definitely becomes an option, given he has a high 30s average when he does get that opportunity to start in the fullback position. So looking at you know, Chance in that, in that scenario, not being there. Carl Pereira at 381. So he had the 27.7 average last year. He did have four scores under five or five and, and below last year, which is pretty wild playing 80 minutes. That's definitely the worry at his price there with the buy in round two as well. So it'd be very hard to select him and also Jaden Campbell there for sure. He's definitely lightning, very, very fast and, and can have those 40 plus games, but it's usually with doubles and he'll definitely score plenty of tries. He's likely to be there round one, but I just don't see the massive upside with Cam Pereira compared to starting with him at 230 last year. Charlie Sainz at 359, guys. 26 is the average. He's fighting for that spot. He has the buy round one, so it's a no from me there in that one. You got Tua Pelotu. It looks like he's going to be granted a release, likely. I'm not sure if I've seen anything further on that. 
uh, so see where he ends up. But really, he's a mid twenties plotter, and uh, yeah, but didn't get many tries. So yeah, if he goes to a team that he could score plenty of tries, his injuries there, then then definitely someone to have a look at there, guys. Uh, if you haven't looked at the private group either, team, all the details are in the description. Uh, in the description, obviously, but also the Discord has everything there as well in the announcement section. So jump in there. We've got sort of three weeks left to to get in and around that one uh, before. Uh, we close it up, ready for round one. Super excited for that. Plenty of, of prizes up for grabs, all the competitions and all the help in there from awesome Supercoach uh, and fantasy players there. All right, Kemba Marlowe, average 28 and 32 in 2022 and 2021. But uh, really, I just think you've got to watch him first in this better Titan side. And again, the buy in round two is pretty tough there for sure. Xavier Savage at 350, the first one of importance in our, you know, in what we're looking at here. So it does sound like, from what Ricky's saying, it's a little bit of an attitude thing with, with Xavier. Paraphrased here, but the spot is there if he wants to work for it, is what Ricky said. So he's fighting for it with Chevy Stewart, and he did say that Chevy uh, likely to play NRL at some stage this year. Whatever that means, it likely means later, I would say, and, and Xavier definitely could have first crack. And at 350k, he provides us with a little bit of uh, a little bit of value for sure. He played wing in Cup last year, so after getting his uh, jaw broken in, then uh, he ended up playing wing for the most part with Chevy Stewart playing fullback in Cup. So it's very very interesting. He definitely has the upside, and I'll go. We'll go and look at the stats of Savage and also Munro uh, now. So with Xavier, you're looking at games where he's played at fullback, which is what we want to be looking for. They're in that one. They're all 65 minutes plus, which is good. And he averages 37.6. And that's in a couple of games in 21, where he hit a 73 in his last game in round 25. Uh, sorry, in round in round 18 there. And you know, in 2022, he was fairly solid at that. So a low there of, of 23 in that first 10 games before he had a 17. So really, when you're looking at this position, you want to avoid any scores really in, the, in sort of that under 15 mark. Which he can do just because he has big run meters, 170 at that, and his tackle break numbers are at 2.8. So he could definitely increase on that for sure. He had a nine in uh, in that 2021 game when he got 73, but outside of that, his highest was five. So there's definitely some room for improvement on that consistently. And he he only scored uh, what four five five tries in that in that season there for him with uh, a decent amount of try assists as well and a couple of try savers at that. So look for him. There's definitely an ability just to hit that price there, hit that 37. If you do take out that 2021 game where he uh, absolutely dominated there and go to 2022, then it's a 35.6, which is still 10 points of value. So if he's in that wing, if he's in that fullback slot coming into round one, I do think the majority of people will jump on him. Their draw isn't too bad either. Obviously, Newcastle could you know, could be anything to start the season. We've got the Tigers in there in round two for their first game of the season. Warriors, Sharks, Para, Titans before Broncos. So it's solid. And we know that, you know, these runners, you saw like Hayes Perham last year, did pretty well in that fullback position for the Dogs, even though they weren't great, just because he was a good runner of the footy and was able to get tackle breaks and meters gained. And that's where Savage is going to get his uh, bread buttered, that's for sure. So let's move to Tyron Munro as well. He only played the few games, but we'll get into him here before we talk about him in the Word Doc. But a 27 at centre before a 50 in uh, on the wing there in round 19 against the Dogs with a double, and then a 23 against the Sharkies. So you're looking at that center effort there. It's a try and a try assist with two line breaks there, which is not great. So he had no tackle breaks, 84 meters gained. 
and uh, only the one tackle. So I believe he surely ended up on the wing in that one. There's no notes on that, but uh, yeah, any any Bunnies fans, let me know uh, what happened in that one. I believe he would have ended up on the wing. And then, uh, yeah, the 50 with a double and three line breaks there, obviously, with uh, with three tackle breaks in that one. And then good meters in the last one at 169, but uh, yeah, five errors. And he's obviously very, very raw. Plenty of talent about Munro. I would much rather be picking Xavier Savage at fullback in my side than I would be Tyro Munro. The chat with him, though, unfortunately, is that, uh, you know, after Whiten comes back in round three, that he will go back and likely play fullback at Cup for a little bit longer, or the wing, not sure exactly, but with Tass being a little bit more of a, a veteran in this side compared to, to Munro, I, I think there's a higher chance he moves to that wing spot and Munro gets moved out of the side. So you, there's very, very high likelihood that you'll see Munro named on the wing in round one, but it could be a trap because he'll he, there's a good chance he ends up back in New South Wales Cup with with Tass moving to the wing with White and moving into that centre position. So if it was a 250k, I probably wouldn't worry about it too much and, and give it the, you know, take a punt on it. But that extra 100K is concerning just with a good chance that he could uh, be moved back, obviously, to Cup. The 33.3 average has three tries in it as well across those three games. So, you know, if he was to average that amount, uh, then he only, you know, he only makes a little bit of cash. And, and with that risk of him losing his spot, I think that, uh, yeah, there's probably enough just to have him on the watch list and, and leave him out. But he definitely is a, a young, improving player. He moves through all the grades last season, all the junior grades. He's so young. Um, so, yeah, definitely some improvement to come. And if there's an injury in there somewhere, I think that he, he could find himself in a lot of sides. Jarrell Skelton, he had a, a really, really nice uh, start to his career, really, in a dog side that, that struggled a little bit. He kind of improved each and every game. So plenty of talent. He's still learning his footy, obviously, there as well. Uh, but has the running game to easily be a 30s guy but unlikely to get a spot. So yeah, plenty of games are where you hit good run meters well over well over the 100 meter mark. But I just don't think he gets the spot at this point. He's probably in the extended squad. And uh, yeah, if he if he manages to fight his way into the side at some point, we, we will talk about him further. Uh, Tamalo Vega from the Eagles as well. So he is fighting for a spot. I don't know if he gets it at this point, but 342K average of 25. It's really not, not nice stats to be looking at for him with two tries and four line breaks from the seven games, averaging 25. So I think we leave him for now, that's for sure. Tommy Chester with the Cows, 337K, average 24.5. He is back running, which is good, but he's uh, yeah likely not to be back for the first bunch of rounds there. I absolutely loved him last season, brought him in for a nice three-week play. For me, he averaged close to, what, close to 40, I think, in that time, 38 or something like that, which was great, and uh, was one of the guys that was really having a crack. So... Tommy Chester, if anything happens to drinky mid-season, we'll look at Chester. Blake Taff, another one we'll look at in the footy stats there. But uh, at 330k, there is a fair bit of chatter around about him starting at fullback with Crichton sort of not been training the last bunch of weeks. There's there's talk that he ends up in the centres. And if he does, we do have to look at Taff for sure. He was interesting. My last year, I brought him in for a few weeks at the back end and he ended up picking up a 60-odd for me. And I probably shouldn't have got that lucky on him because most of his scores, I was hoping for mid-30s. And it ended up, you know, he ended up averaging way better than that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a scary one, that's for sure. And at the Dogs, that was at the um, the Bunny. So at the Dogs, what is it likely that he averages? And we'll have a look in a sec. But I don't see, I don't see him sort of being a great pick. What's the likelihood? I don't really see him averaging anywhere 
above that 30 mark. It's likely to be somewhere in the 25 to 30 range with some random big games like you saw. He needs the goal kicking, which he shouldn't get. Obviously, if Crichton's there, if, if Burton's there, who's you know their main kicker, in a worse team now, he got a 29 average at, at fullback as well. So, yeah, it's not great. Even if, you know, five points of value there, got him in his fullback positional games there, and he averaged at 29.6. And, yeah, there's a decent amount of tries in there at, what, six there? And, uh, you know, plenty of goals in that, averaging three goals a game. So, if you take out the goals, which he's unlikely to goal kick, he's a 23 guy, and I just think you can leave him out of your side very, very easily. Make sure, guys, you do subscribe. Uh, I would appreciate that. We're getting close to that 10K mark. Thank you for watching each and every video for those that are here and have been here all preseason. Ed Cossey, he's an avoider there at 323K. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Unlikely to get the spot. Um, if he does, it's not really a, um, someone we want anyway. Uh, Maxi, I believe, Maxi Fago. Not sure. I think Maddie's cheaper. Anyway, uh, still learning his trade there at the Dragons. The team isn't good enough. He's too volatile. It's probably unlikely he gets a spot there. There's some chatter around sort of Lomax being on the wing and switching between uh, with Bird being in the centers with Suli and then him switching between fullback and, and wing there with Sloan. So I don't think Fago gets the, the spot there. Bostock, next guy on the list. So 307K, average of 22.3 last year. That doesn't spell, you know, cracking scores, that's for sure. But there is talk that he's locked up that wing spot at the Dolphins, which surely means that he has improved. There's definitely a fair bit of talent about him, having watched him last year and, and all the talk uh, through through cup stats. But uh, he definitely isn't a speedster, but a really big body and a good player at that. And uh, yeah, scores on the... Uh, his scores, on the other hand, not great, to be honest there. A 15 in the first game that he played, a 16 with a try, an 11, and then a 47, where all of them were under 100 metres, except the last game where he got some, you know, he was able to make a line break down the sideline there. So you're looking at that there, 15, 16, 11, 47. Tackles are there. Missed tackles aren't too bad, which is cool. So he's making, you know, a few a few points there in, in, in the tackle side of thing. You know, four points, which is good. But yeah, the meters gain 93, 80, and 63 with two, two, three, and one error apart from that last game where he kind of had a, just a, a really, really good game with no missed tackles, no errors, um, no penalties in there, and four tackle breaks to go along with his line break and try. So expect more of the sort of teens to 20s, I'd say probably mid 20s, and, and then have the odd game where he goes well. They have a solid start, obviously, with the Cows, Dragons, Bye into Titans, Tigers. So that's something on. On his side, he's not based on a price, though, at 307. I think that's a slight worry on his part, for sure. 
if you were to pick him, and let's just hope that we get like a Chevy Stewart or something, uh, or a, a Savage that we could um, that we could pick instead. I think that's going to work out better for our sides than Bostock, but he definitely has the the potential and talent to increase on this average that he currently has at twenty two point three, and have more of a base kind of game if he can get those meters gained up. But we do need to see that, and hopefully that's something that he's been focusing on in the off season. Alrighty. Moving along to uh, Leah Tau. I'm not exactly sure how to say that one, but 300K for him there. The average of 39s. He had the one really, really good game last year. He's fighting for a spot, uh, obviously, there as well. So he played center in that game. So definitely look to him if he manages to to lock up a center position there. I think that he'll obviously get dual position, which would be great, but he'll be a lock in a lot of people's sides at center, given he has that uh, fantasy-friendly game, which would be really, really cool. All right. So yeah, just look out for him as on the watch list. Edric Lee, 298 for him, average of 14 last year. Beautiful. Uh, he's a 20s to low 30s average type of guy. And given his price, obviously, at that 20 mark there, 20 mark, yeah, uh, at that price, that, um, yeah, it's not great, to be honest with you there. You probably want him at 230, and that gives you a bit more of a chance. But he's also fighting for that wing spot as well at the Dolphins. Uh, so someone to watch as well. But it looks like Bostock potentially has it at this point. We'll see in the trials. Robert Darby, I'm excited by this man for sure. 298k for the Cowboys. There he is fighting for a wing spot at this point, but they do have a few guys that could take that right wing spot. Uh, given Murray Talangi, very very highly high likelihood he'll be on that left sting. That uh, Robert is fighting for it with Valame with Carl Fell. So plenty of of uh, you know push and, and shove for spots there. But if, if Robert was to get it, I think he's going to be in my team and he'll be in a lot of teams there as well. So he's a 39 Queensland Cup average. He got that 28 in one game with over 200 metres gained and no attacking stats. So that's just absolutely awesome and exactly what we want, a rangy winger that can score tries. And, and very, very high likelihood the Cowboys are better for from where they are at last year, that's for sure. It sounds like Peyton, Peyton is saying that they're sort of three or four weeks ahead of where they were at this point last year, which hopefully gets them off on the on the front foot there in 2024. Uh, but he's definitely someone who's on my watch list, and he should be on yours as well. Keeney with the Titans. So Campbell is well on the way to be playing for playing in round one. He should be out of, should be ready for a trial. He's he's been back uh, in in pretty close to full training for a while. It's just that sort of risk of re injury that uh, might pop up. But Keeney. If Campbell's not there, he could be potentially that guy unless Brimson moves back to one. There's a few factors there. You know, Campbell and Brimson likely ahead of him. If they were to move Brimson back, they have plenty of center options. But uh, yeah, Kenny in there. One big game in round 27 of 44 against the Dogs. He does need that injury, like I'm saying. Um, and he's training with the first squad right now. So something to note. K.O. Weeks at 252 as the, the half and the wing fullback. Jewel, I spoke about him, speaking about him in this one rather than the half position just because I think that it's more relevant to have him in that fullback slot, that's for sure. But the average of 18.3 last year doesn't spell great things. He's obviously very, very talented, the dual position. He has good tackle numbers when he plays in the front line, which is great. So it's hard to leave him out if named a six, I think, for sure. He didn't play awesome last season, but the offseason he's had there to make it work and to work hard and get good at that singular position, which he's, he's fighting for that six spot. So... For me, he's likely to be a starting wing fullback or 18th man if he makes that side. So let's look at his stats now. When he played over 50 minutes there, he has games at fullback, obviously four of them, where he didn't uh, perform too well. 
in that one. Uh, but, you know, some good tackle numbers in there as well. So that round 16 game, um, yeah, it just moved. Um, Garrick moved to that spot when he went in the bin. So he has a Simbin game in there. But 12 tackles for three misses is solid at the fullback slot. 22 tackles for three misses is a good thing to, to note there. And that was against Panthers in round six. And just note that he played that 5-8 game, plenty of tackles in that one. They got pumped 44-12. to 12. So be aware of that when you're looking to select him, that he can obviously run the footy out of 220-meter game there in round 22 and round in, sorry, in 2022 and round 25. So definitely look to him to have a decent running game, hopefully tackle pretty well, and at a minimum, he can hit a 25 to 30 on average with some higher games, with some lower games in there. Do expect some 18s and 20s, and then expect some 30s and 40s as well for KO weeks, if he manages to get that spot. And obviously, he's fighting with Ethan Strange at the moment. I think only one of them is going to be in this team. I don't think the other one will get the center slot unless it is for one week. So if Weeks was to get six, they might play Strange as center in that week. They've got Nick Hotrick. They've got a few options there. So we'll see how that plays out. But if Weeks is named to start in round one, I think he will be in most people's sights. So that's that there. Hayes Dunster at 250K with the Eels there. Low run meters, no tries, average 14. Ugh, yuck. Fighting for the spot, but uh, yeah, he's definitely on the watch if he gets it. But um, they've got options there for sure. Sean Russell likely ahead of him at this point. Kate Dykes, uh, Sean Russell, we spoke about in the center video. 250K for Dykes. He's definitely talented. His depth coming off an ACL injury, 14 and 35 when he played at fullback. So wait for injuries on him, um, and then he could be uh, an option. Jeremia with the Storm is there for depth. So is uh, Finau, Fino with the um, with the Dragons at 250K. Stone Street with the Sharks at 230K. Now we're into all those cheaper guys. He's talented depth. We've definitely heard a little bit about him, which is nice. But um, yeah, likely behind Dykes as well at this point. Francis, uh, Takamo, Armstrong, uh, Tahao. All depth guys with their respective squads. You've got uh, Chevy Stewart, 39 wing fullback. So fullback cup average, which is really nice. So a good ball runner at that, Chevy is. And uh, super young, obviously super talented. There's a chance that he's a little bit too young and raw to start at this stage in the fullback position for the Raiders. But if he managed to get that spot, I think everyone's going to have him in their side. Likely starts for us in round one, unless you were to play a gun fullback or a sort of cheapy or mid-ranger, then... Chevy's going to be a cracking option for round one. It's as simple as that, really. If he's there, you, you slot him in. Uh, Alamalo with the Tigers. So he's a six foot five New Zealand Union import, which is pretty cool. So think of that with, you know, Skelton came over from Union as well. There's been other guys that have done it in the past. He has lots of talent as well, obviously, and that, that size is great and probably something that the Tigers need, a big rangy kind of winger for him. Um, does he get the spot? That's the question mark. And if he's sort of named there to in that main trial, the second trial, uh, he's a good chance of being my looper. And he could be the backup guy for that round two matchup, which I believe, did I say the Raiders play him? Not sure. Um, in, in round two, which would be pretty, pretty cool there, that he could come in and, and play that role and, and be sort of a, an upside potential guy. He could, he could score you a 12. He could score us like a 30 or 40. We're, we're not sure. So... I'd love to see him in the trials. He's firmly on the watch list, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So to finish off this video, guys, thank you again for, for watching this one. The Cashies watch list. We've got K.O. Weeks. I think he's in our sides if he's at six. Starter or bench in our teams. Chevy Stewart, the 230K starting fullback. Amazing if he gets it. 
Savage at number three, I think that he has the clearest upside at, uh, at the one position. Robert Darby, high upside winger, obviously the, the good runner of the footy. I think Munro, you probably slot in next. He's got you know definitely the risk of spot, but if there's an injury, then he has the he has definitely high upside. Blake Taft probably a little bit less upside, but uh, yeah, again a fullback in an okay team. Hard to say no, but I think without the goals, it's a bit tough to select him. Jack Bostock, I do probably have actually ahead of Taft at this point after you know talking through this video. It's funny what I can uh, learn myself and, and the clarity that I can get just from talking to you guys about this. So that's that. But uh, yeah, Bostock last there. Likely a wing spot in an improving team. The only one I didn't pop in there uh, was the New Zealand centre that I still can't remember his name or how to say it properly, uh, Leotau uh, at 300k. If he was to get the centre spot, he would go firmly up this list uh, and would obviously be in the centre video most likely, in its centre in our teams if he was to get that spot, which would be pretty exciting in a good Warriors side. So uh, I'll definitely slot him in there as well. Uh, the, after this video, but thanks again for watching, guys. It's a wing fullback catchies. Plenty more to come. Uh, I will do a, a value video, guys, a summary on that, and I'll also do a a, um, a cash cow summary as well uh, in the next sort of week or so. The value one will come out first, and then the cashies one after. Probably we know a little bit a little bit more, and then the big cash cow bible video will come out uh, not too far after that, guys. So um, thanks again for watching, and we'll catch you in the next one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.